Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. Are you ready? I am ready. Awesome. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. Today we're doing a, a chill, fun one. Yeah. We need a we need a good comedic break. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, hmm, what can we record? And all of our ideas were a little bit too much for us. At too, this. too dark. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, let's do an Ask Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> so in season two, I think it was, we did this. It's a long time ago. Also, we yeah. have officially surpassed our f- one full year of <gasps> We missed our anniversary? I know. I'm pretty sure I was like laying in bed oh. <laughs> for that anniversary. Okay. I don't think I did anything moderately celebratory. Okay. Well, we can celebrate today because I'm also 11 months sober today. So oh. we can celebrate like all all of the things. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go on Reddit and we're going to read some of the Ask Reddit questions and give our <laughs> two cents, two cents, our answers and maybe some fun fun interesting things that are in the comments all right let's do that (laughs) ask reddit is actually like my favorite subreddit oh are you fucking kidding me i like am i the asshole i literally could have a podcast just doing that like just responding being like yes fucking clearly um i think i don't like i'm am i the asshole as much because i feel like it's become this thing where people are posting things that are like absolutely fake yeah well yeah. maybe not even fake but it's like obviously you already know you are the asshole or obviously you know you that just you're want not. someone like patting you on the back yeah exactly so I don't really like that what else do I like though this is just gonna be an episode of what we like about reddit <laughs> here's um, what I like on the internet <laughs> yeah I actually like today I learned but I don't often like go into it I just read like the headline yeah and then I'm like oh that's interesting yeah but am I the asshole one is always just like the most bizarro fucking stories that it's just like Oh, it's so beautiful. And it's I just like love like reading about like how horrible people are sometimes, you know? <laughs> like just like just like some of the stuff that people have done to them or that they've done to other people. It's like, what are you thinking? Like you're so like this is like a sitcom. Like you're so delusional. Anyway. What a, that's so funny. What a juxtaposition between you and I. Yeah. I'm like, I like today I learned like I like thinking about people being assholes. Because it's just like it's so comedic to me, like how like egregiously awful (laughs) some people are and it's like do you even need to ask like you're very clearly the worst um but yeah I don't know man I also like today I fucked up see I don't like that one as much because it always just makes me cringe oh really and I hate cringe shit on the internet like there's like a subreddit like specifically for like cringy things fuck that noise dude I can't Ugh, I can't. I, I hate I hate secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, I hate secondhand embarrassment like in videos mostly, but like Oh, choosing beggars. That's the elder oh. separate. Oh <laughs> fuck yeah. That's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like I just like reading those just like I don't know, it just gets me, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't choosing beggars actually makes me mad. It makes me mad too, but like in a like in a like fired up way like I also want to be that petty but like I'm choosing not to I'm not choosing that path anymore for my life yeah not like all the time yeah (laughs) don't hold me to this standard (laughs) but I I give it my best go (laughs) okay let's go into ask reddit yeah hit me okay um I'm just gonna read some and you can tell me if you're even interested in like doing this like the question or whatever. The podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Are you interested in the podcast anymore? <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, what is fact? What is a fact that people just straight up can't accept? Hmm. I think a fact that people can't accept is that um, other people think differently from them. Mm. That's a very true fact and like something that people just like people get so enraged by shit <clears throat> but it's just like like even um i see a lot of people online i'm never going to stop referencing the shit i saw on twitter um but like i see so many people online talking about how like this type of behavior from one person is like toxic and like that's a toxic friendship and whatever and it's like but it's not inherently toxic just because it's not something you would do mm. like certain friends like um you know, like they like pour their heart out for their friends and they go really like above and beyond to the point where it's like detrimental for them. I know you know about that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and then they get like offended or like really upset or think the other person's toxic if they're not doing that. But it's like you're not actually being a friend in a healthy way necessarily. Some, right. pe some people could look at it that way, yeah. right? Um, but that would be my thing. What about you? Um, I think that you can't... Uh, just because you don't feel a certain way about the situation doesn't mean the other person feels that way. Like when people say like, I'm hurt by this. No, you're not mm. <laughs> like, no, my feelings. Oh, oh yeah. Like <laughs> when someone tries to tell you like what you're feeling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that is a fact that person, you know, has their own feelings and thoughts and well, and even, I mean, if we're going to go down like a relationship road argument with this, um, like even um when you're saying like I'm upset with that and they're like well I didn't mean it like that and it's like but it it landed like that yeah so like it doesn't actually matter like what you meant because like regardless like this is the situation we have on our hands mm -hmm. now <laughs> so yeah. so now what yeah it can change the intent but it doesn't change how you're feeling from exactly the delivery and my mom was actually saying this to me the other day um in regards to a different situation like the way that this is like an age-old thing but like the way that you say something is oftentimes more important than what you're saying yeah for sure and I think that that's so true because like if you word things in a way that lands with that person positively you can get your point across without the um like the awkward or like uncomfortable you know like results sometimes and yeah I think that's I, I freaking hate it when people are like, well, that doesn't make, that shouldn't make you upset. It's like, well, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, <laughs> and yet here we are. <laughs> what were people's responses to that? <clears throat> Someone said, an opinion is different to a fact. And also, um, emotions aren't fact. Well, no, but emotions kind of are fact. No. They're no, not. I think that emotions are true to that person. Yeah, but that's not. Well, um, let's look up the definition of fact real quick like the Webster, a thing that is known or proved to be true. So yeah, I don't think go. that you can prove an emotion other than no. like uh, well, exuding and, it. And sorry, like what I meant was like, um, like, <laughs> like, I feel like you don't care about me. Like that's not uh, a fact, but like the yeah. emotion is a fact to you. Obviously. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 And I think that that's so true. I hate it when people, usually when I'm debating, usually, I'm working with facts mm -hmm. and that's where my opinion stands is like it stems from facts and then people debate back with opinion yeah and then they say and that's fact and I'm like <laughs> okay well where's your study <laughs> that's not a and fact. that's fact that's not a fact that's your opinion which is fine also but like yeah you chose to argue with me in fact and then resorted to like just an opinion that's based off nothing except for your opinion yeah <laughs> which everybody's entitled to but Come, come at me. When yeah. I was in high school, 
I tried to join the debate team. And then I don't know what happened to clubs in our high school. We had a debate team? Yeah. Don't you remember in grade... Sorry, my headphones came off. <laughs> I was trying to itch my ear. <laughs> um, in grade 10, we had a day where we had to go around to like all the different clubs. But then nothing happened with it ever again. <laughs> it was like they like organized this giant block where we all went around and like checked out different clubs. And then... After that, like nobody got invited to the clubs. I don't know that the clubs ever like became a thing. But yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> another person said being nice to someone won't guarantee the same in return. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and also like. Oh, there's just so many facts that people won't accept. I don't you know what I don't like? I don't like um the fact that like our whole society is built off this notion that if you work hard it will like pay off for you because that's very much not true for like 99% of the world you know what I okay so I was <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know why I get so embarrassed when I do like such a list of things um I was sitting on the couch yesterday watching motivational speeches <laughs> okay <laughs> and um they were saying stuff like that in it and this is what I think the danger is with that is like Working hard doesn't inherently mean yes, exactly. that you're going to achieve something, but working hard betters your chances well, of <laughs> significantly. Course. Yeah, and, and, I, and I don't mean that to be that um, that people just shouldn't give a fuck. Right. But, but moreover, like, I think that we have kind of um, created this, like, society where people, like, just focus so hard on being productive and that's the only thing that makes them feel fulfilled. Right. And, like, that's just, like, the main thing. And if you're not doing that, then you're basically, like, a lazy piece of shit. But it's, like, the the truth of the matter is, like, it's okay if you have other things in life that are more important to you. Like, my mm -hmm. parents, both of my parents work really, really, really hard. Um, But, like, their work isn't their life. Like, mm -hmm. they their life is their life, you yeah. know? And that's, like, what they enjoy. So they don't really, like needing to like get to the next place in their jobs I mean I don't want to speak on their behalf but that's always kind of like how I viewed them because they're just like no like we have our family and like mm -hmm. our you know our time off and whatever and like that's what's like most important yeah um but I think there's this real push for it to just be like a productivity contest constantly and it and it just doesn't work out that way sometimes like we are in a very <laughs> capitalistic yeah <laughs> you know anyways this is going off on like a very different thing so. yeah but I'm gonna keep it going for a second okay <laughs> Um, in this one motivational speech that I was listening to, somebody was talking about their philosophy, like figuring out what their philosophy was. And it was, <clears throat> why am I so much more phlegmy today? Like, this is just wild. Um, sorry, everyone. Um, they were saying, and oh, sorry, it reminded me so much of when you asked me like what my core values were. I can't remember exactly what you said, but I was like, I don't know. Cause like, I didn't know what I stood for. Like, obviously I was doing these things. I was like standing for things, but I didn't really understand it fully. Um, and so that was like an interesting thing to have to like come around to, to be like, okay, well, who is Alyssa actually? Like, what are my thoughts? Like, what do I stand for? And this person was talking about how six years earlier, he was like penniless and like just trying his best and all these things. And he said, and now six years on, I am a millionaire, <laughs> which is like, okay, well, that's nice for you, but <laughs> okay, ball of anyway, shock, anyway, But it was like what he said. I found was so important. He was like, for me in my time, the economy was the same. Like mm -hmm. my my drive was the same. All of this was the same. But he's like, I changed my philosophy. I changed what I could change, which was me. And I thought that that was so interesting because, like, going after something in the same way that's not succeeding 
you know, chances are you might not succeed, but changing your philosophy and like finding out what you believe in and like what really motivates you because people are motivated in such different ways. Some people love people like breathing down their neck and being like, go harder, go faster, go stronger or whatever. And some people um, really like the more uh, like inspirational approach of like, you've got this, like your body is like, you know, so capable and stuff like that. And I think figuring out your philosophy for your life is like a, a big part of that. Well, and that's what I would say, like more like working hard, obviously, is like a factor. But I think adapting and um, adapting and like taking risks mm-hmm. is like a bigger thing, because like a lot of the people that are so successful, like it it is because they're willing to take risks and they're yeah. willing to adapt and they're willing to see like what needs to be changed for something to work better and whatever. Um, I agree with yeah. that, with taking risks. Yeah. Yeah anyway (laughs) oh I want to quickly before we move on from this question this is really important to me um someone said learn how to say I don't know you Mm. don't know you don't have to know the answer to everything this changed my life yeah learning to say I don't know because now it, it really does bother me when people try to explain something that they don't fully understand and not because I'm like well you don't like you don't have enough information it's more so just like I find it so mature for somebody to be able to admit that they don't know and then also go and find out yeah sort of thing and it really did change my life learning to just be like oh i don't i don't actually know enough about that subject and i it's crazy the way that people started um like reciprocating to me when i started just being honest about that yeah it's so crazy well i think that's the thing like i think we're all just trying so hard to like bounce off like the people around us and stuff like that and like you know like our environment and so if you constantly feel like you're being like one-upped with like knowledge then you're not gonna be like oh I don't know I don't know you're gonna be like I, I know some shit <laughs> yeah uh what's something that society generally accepts as normal but when you think about it is actually very strange okay the one thing that comes to mind right out the gate <laughs> I'm always like an anarchist against fucking like business um but uh I think it's odd how much we accept like uh how how much businesses expect like employees to like actually like put their life on the line kind Mm. of thing on behalf of the business um and like there's so for instance like I, I know this one person that had like a really good job opportunity where they would have to work less get paid more they'd have better benefits like all of this like it was just like a best case scenario but they didn't want to leave because they were like well no like I don't want to leave my company high and dry like this is busy season but in my mind I was like but they'd leave you Mm -hmm. like if they could find someone younger and faster and cheaper and whatever they would do that in a heartbeat they wouldn't give a fuck they wouldn't be like no you know it's like a bad season it's hard to find jobs right now and I just I don't know like that that always just like struck me as really bizarre just like the loyalty that people have to brands when brands have no loyalty to them Mm -hmm. the alcohol industry (laughs) oh fuck don't even get me started don't even get me started I know it's so weird man and I'm not like like I do not judge people for drinking at all like but as you know I'm 11 months sober yeah, <laughs> yeah but let me like even breathe it down your throat I will never stop like taking the opportunity to tell people I'm sober because I'm like hell yeah I don't drink this it's a big accomplishment <laughs> um but so I, yeah I don't I don't judge people I, I'm not looking at them being like oh you're having another one like I just it doesn't really bother me like that um it sounds like I've been sober for like 10 years but it's like 11 months and I'm like (laughs) that's a big one though man yeah I'm excited for next month for sure Mm -hmm. um but what I find odd about it being on the other side of it now is 
how much we push this culture of drinking. It When I was like drinking a lot, it didn't seem weird to me. It seemed so normal having businessmen come in, drinking two bottles of wine at lunch, like going home or going back to work, coming back and then going home was like so normal. But the way that like even social media pushes it, like we can deliver alcohol to your house now. You don't even have to leave your house. We'll like send it to you. You can make these drinks at home. And not even to mention the fact that like the weekend is like dubbed let's get fucked up yeah <laughs> days it's like th- th- for me now the weekend well not really now but like the weekend is like relaxation mm. it's like okay well we can like you know maybe cheat on our diet or like whatever it might be i did not know where that was going <laughs> maybe we can cheat on our partners it's the fucking weekend <laughs> i mean let's order pizza it's the freaking weekend yeah okay. um <laughs> not that like i'm on a specific diet but like eat less healthy is what i mean yeah um but Thinking about going to a club and the sole purpose, which was my sole purpose, it to be so out of my mind that like I forget my purse, I forget my jacket, I don't really remember when I wake up. It's like, this is so normal. This yeah. is like, and nobody is like, ju- um, not nobody, but like there are so many people in that boat with me. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, how- this is crazy that like we've normalized this sort of thing so much that it's just like, okay, let's go... <laughs> lose our minds you know what I mean um and again not from like a judgment standpoint I'm just like this is like actually crazy to me yeah it's it's always been odd um for anyone that doesn't know for whatever reason I never really like had a drinking phase yeah (laughs) um I've basically continually been sober like my whole the whole thing the whole time I think I've seen you like either tipsy or drunk like under five times five times or less (laughs) yeah and like I the, the first time I drank to excess, I was like, I don't, I actually don't understand how people do this all the time. Like I, I could not fathom doing that and then waking up and doing it again the next night. Like yeah. I was like, that's a whole other fucking thing to me. Like that's, you want some other shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's always been odd to me. Like it's always been odd to me how much of like a crutch it is for people. And even like I, I tweeted the other day, like, um, like to, to anyone who like drinks, like what, what do you enjoy about it? Because it is for me, like it's a curious thing thing because like I I look at like um like wine or craft beer and stuff like that and I can kind of see like okay you know like there's a lot of like art going into that mm-hmm. and like there's a there is like a real craft to it um and I can see like the people who like appreciate like fine wines mm-hmm. <laughs> with and like wine pairings and stuff like that that makes sense to me um but just like enjoying like drinking in itself is like such a weird it's so hard for me to understand like what what there is to enjoy, I guess. Okay. Um, but a, most of the people that commented said that they um, do it to relax or they do it to like loosen up so that they mm-hmm. can interact with people easier. But both of those things to me, I was like, and again, like I, I actually don't judge or care about people drinking, but it, it is like, it, it almost like makes me um, like sad in a way that mm. it's like, I, I wish that we had other options or, or or like we we were able to you know come to these like conclusions as to like how to deal with those similar things right. in, in a different way in the event that like you wanted to you know step away from substance in in whatever way um because it's like we should we should be able to cope with those things without substance and we should be able to you know like know how to relax and unwind and stuff like that and I think again just going back into this idea of productivity and stuff like that productivity is so normalized drinking to unwind from the stress of that productivity mm. is so normalized yeah. um and, it, and it's odd because I almost feel like um 
like de-stressing through substance is more normalized and less frowned upon than self-care without substance. I would agree with that actually. And how odd. (laughs) That is odd. Like now that I'm thinking about that, like going out for a drink after work seems more supported than like taking the night and just sitting on the couch and like watching tv or like taking a bath and doing nothing or whatever yeah that scene is like lazy yeah exactly yeah Yeah. oh so odd i never that never like came to my mind before yeah let's see what reddit says okay uh (laughs) someone said this is interesting someone said honestly when you think about how most foods must have been discovered it's remarkable how we were able to eat anything who what sick motherfucker decided to fucking (laughs) drink from a cow's teat (laughs) Like, of all the things. <laughs> like, But also, like, have you seen how cashews grow? I would never fucking look at that and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what? How do cashews grow? Oh, God. It just, like, the, oh, let me show you. Okay. Let me show you the picture. It's like, you don't come back from this. I'll, I'll read up. I'll read on. Okay. Someone said, take olives, for example. Raw, they're extremely bitter and almost completely inedible. Yet someone was like, you know what? This needs to be soaked in brine for days first. I mean, how many things did the guy put in brine before he landed on <laughs> olives? <laughs> Stop it. Is that not disgusting? Everyone go look up how cashews grow right now if you've never looked it up before. That looks like a pepper pooping. It's the worst. <laughs> Ugh. Wow, no wonder cashews are so expensive. I thought they, I don't actually know how I thought they grew. <laughs> I, I never really thought about it either. But also, like, I wonder how many people died. <laughs> okay, I thought we were steering away from the heaviness. No, we're not. <laughs> I wonder how many people died just, like, trying berries and shit. Like, oh, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Trying to suss out what we can and can't eat. No kidding. But also, I was thinking about this the other day. The Whoever, like discovered each herb was probably like holy fuck like this really changes shit (laughs) (laughs) huge thank you to today's first sponsor which is better help BetterHelp is professional counseling done securely online. You can start communicating with your own licensed professional therapist in under 24 hours. BetterHelp will assess your needs and help match you with someone that's going to work with you. They also are committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available if you need it. Their service is available worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, which is super helpful. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So if you guys want to try um, BetterHelp, you can go to betterhelp.com approachable. That's better H-E-L-P. And with the promo code approachable, listeners will get 10% off your first month. Another huge thank you to Care of for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Care of is a personalized vitamin and powder company tailored to your lifestyle. Uh, you can go onto their website and take the quiz to find out which vitamins and supplements are best for you. Care of makes it so easy to adjust your routine. You can mix their powders into warm or cold water, tea, coffee, smoothies, oatmeal, and more. And there's no guesswork when it comes to Care of and your beauty routine. You simply take their 
online quiz and you'll instantly receive your scientifically backed recommendations on your goals, lifestyle, and diet. They've recently released their hair, skin, and nails line and they dig deeper to see if underlying causes such as hormones, sleep, or digestion might be affecting them in the first place. Caro's vitamin packs are also compostable, so you can do right by yourself in the environment and you can find info on how to compost their packs on their website. I really liked this quiz when I took it. I find that I'm really bad with taking my supplements and I know that I'm uh, low <laughs> on some um, and especially with like fish oils and stuff like that. I've been kind of researching more about how I can like lead a healthier lifestyle. So I like that they give you this quiz and then you can kind of tailor it to what you want your life to look like. So uh, if you guys are interested in care of, you can go to takecareof.com and enter promo code approachable 50 for 50% off your first order. That is takecareof.com for 50% off your first care of order with code approachable 50. Thank you so much care of. Last but never ever least. Skillshare. Skillshare, Skillshare, Skillshare. My <laughs> sweet baby angel. I'm no, I'm no, They're going to start getting uncomfortable. <laughs> They're going to be like, stop, please. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, have obviously not been listening to the podcast very long <laughs> because we've been on one with Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community. So you can choose from hundreds and hundreds of classes, thousands even, and choose between things like art, creative writing, productivity, which segues nicely into the <laughs> class that I said I was going to take last week, which I have started, which is the Productivity Masterclass, Create a Custom System That Works by Thomas Frank. Something that we're focusing on right now. Okay, listen, I went through the introduction and managing your tasks. Okay, we're starting small <laughs> on the second thing. But something that they're focusing on is managing your tasks. And what I found really interesting, even in the first 10 minutes, is that he's talking about when you don't trust the system. So you create a system that works for you. It's your day planner, right? Like it, when you're writing consistently in your day planner, it works for you. And he was talking about how when you deviate from that and start putting like sticky notes on your fridge and like just trying to remember certain things instead of trusting the system that you've put in place it brings you into like a, a sort of chaos oh that's interesting yeah I, I do feel like if I if I am just like eh, I'll remember that I don't need to write it down or if I put it in my phone instead of writing it physically in my agenda then I will forget yeah and what he was saying is he's like that works maybe for a little while but then you go into this, uh, he had like a fancy word for it and then the chaos word, which resonated more with me. <laughs> <laughs> chaos, that feels right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm finding it really interesting. And like I said in the last episode, it's I, it's so important for me to like create a day that has a schedule because I'm so, I'm so like that. Like I need people to hold me accountable even if it's my day planner that's holding me accountable, it just can't be my like my own brain. Your day planner whipping you into shape. Yeah, honestly. The other day I was... I, Let's I, get this bread. <laughs> yeah. The other day I had a video to edit and Sam had asked me to like stop to do something and I'm like, but will I come back to it? And she's like, well, yeah, it's my video. You'll come back to it for sure. I'm like, this is the problem. <laughs> if somebody else holds me accountable, I'll do it. But if it was my own, I'd be like, eh. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if you guys would like to try out Skillshare, which by the way, they're a proud sponsor of Approachable, you guys can go to Skillshare.com slash Approachable and get two free months of a premium membership. That's crazy. <laughs> I love it. You can go to Skillshare.com slash Approachable and get two free months of a premium membership. Learn Spanish with me. Get productive with me. Maybe learn how to take photography pictures. How many people Sam. have you tried to force into Spanish classes? A lot. <laughs> Well, there you have it. Numerous. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Skillshare, for continuing to be a proud sponsor of Approachable. 
Um, <clears throat> this is actually interesting because you you don't drink. Um, what kind of drunk are you? So many things. There's so many facets of drunk Truly. Sam. I really like. I really like taking people aside oh. for like moments. Oh, yeah. Like, you're one of those. Yeah, like I like being like, let's go like lay under the stars, like that kind of shit. <laughs> um, or just like kissing everyone. Oh, yeah. That's so odd to me. It is because like for anyone that knows me personally, I'm not like a very affectionate person. I'm not very like touchy feely. I don't care to like kiss people that much really at all if it's not like a dog kind of situation (laughs) um but yeah I'm just like very like friendly and like yeah I want to have intimate like close moments not with like kissing necessarily (laughs) but if it goes there that's just kind of it is what it is yeah um but just like yeah I would like let's go look at the snail together okay you know (laughs) I think the last time I saw you drunk was actually in high school or no sorry it was like just after high school yeah it's a long time that is a long time. It's almost 10 years. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, what kind of drunk are you? Uh, I mean, also depends okay. on on the alcohol in question. But usually I'm just like, I, I really always live up here. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty excitable anyway. But it's like times a thousand. Like, say, take Toronto for entran- instance. There's, for entrance. For entrance. There's this bar where you're allowed to dance on the bar top. And I did often. And um, they had like rafters and so me and my girlfriends would like climb up on the rafters and like dangle from the rafters and shit and that was just like a normal Tuesday. Uh, Same with like Coyote Ugly. Like I would just get right up on that stage and like shake my booty. Yeah. I'm very like um, uninhibited. Yeah. I'll say. What was like your like favorite alcohol thing? Like for drunk wise? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Probably vodka, actually. Like, I liked drinking beer, but beer kind of made me, um, like, more tired. Everything but, like, tequila makes me tired. Yeah. Well, yeah, because tequila is different. It's, like, a, it's not, like, a depressant, like. Tequila feels, like, full body, like, let's go. Yeah. I didn't really like tequila because when I first graduated, my girlfriend and I had gone to Edmonton and we, it was the first time either of us had drank tequila and we got wasted. Yeah. And ever since then, like I could be dead sober, take a shot of tequila and it would come back up or like wasted and take a (laughs) shot of tequila and it would come back up. Like it did not matter. Like tequila just like, it did not sit right with you. No, it was done for me for life. And even like when I was in the restaurant industry, oftentimes they would do like promo bottles for tequila only for some reason and people would be like pouring me like free shots not while I was working um and I'd be like I I actually can't take this and I would have to like if I had to for like which is also weird but like for social reasons to like be supportive um I would have to sit there and like continually swallow until the feeling passed the amount of shots (laughs) I've given away I can't even describe to you like like being at a bar people buying me shots from afar and then like me giving it to some other person like nearby like (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I wish that I, well, obviously can't right now, but I wish that I did go out more so that I could like experience that. Be like, no, I don't drink things. <laughs> I wish someone would have just sent me like a cola. Yeah, that would have been Like nice. you've seen me turning away the shots. So like, I don't know, maybe a soda pop. Yeah. Bubbly water for sure. Yeah. Love it. You know what I want to do? Speaking of, I want to build a keg room that <laughs> that has <laughs> that has Perrier on tap. 
How sick would that be to have bubbly water? Not for you, but like for me. Yeah. To have like just a soda water tap. I want a Slurpee machine, but I just know that that would be the beginning of the end for me. Yeah. Also, they're like the good ones are really expensive, like 13 grand. That's crazy talk because yeah. Slurpees are like a dollar. Yeah. So yeah, I would have to drink 13,000 Slurpees for that to be worthwhile. And that's just like, <laughs> again, beginning of the end. <laughs> the only thing that would be positive about that is that you would know that it was clean because you could empty and clean it. Whereas just, I don't even stop don't go any further i'm just saying 7-eleven probably doesn't do stop it (laughs) i'm sure our 7-eleven is incredibly clean do you know how hard it is to clean a slurpee machine Alyssa. okay this is what i'm gonna tell you right now what part of end this did you not understand it would take like an hour to we had we had like side duties every single well imagine how many spiders would be in your cake room it took like it well none because it's cold in there it took um it took like an hour to clean the slurpee machines and we had to do it every single sunday trust me my 7-Eleven, <laughs> they're not doing it every single yeah. I'm just kidding. They might be. They would be <laughs> elbows deep. Okay? They take their shit serious. You should see these people fill a Slurpee. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, they, because you can't, like, go fill your own Slurpee now. I drink a lot of Slurpees, okay? I realize that I'm 27. But, like, <laughs> they, you can't, like, fill your own Slurpees now, so they fill it for you. To the top, motherfucker. Like, they just... You could not fit one more, like, drop of Slurpee in those cups. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, what up, bitch? Yeah. Enjoy. It's, like, two Slurpees because they fill it so high. Well, and it's weird because I feel like we used to get in trouble for that when we were kids, like, doing They that. do not give a fuck. They're trying to just give me the best bang for my buck. Yeah. I love to see it. I don't know if I have an answer for this one. Okay. Because I never really got in trouble for anything. But what's the most mom and dad aren't home thing you've ever seen slash experienced? What? Like, what's the most mom and dad aren't home thing you've ever seen or experienced? Like, like what kind of, like, what's the craziest shit that you did because your mom and your dad were, like, away or something like that? Oh, I didn't do that shit to my parents. Fuck no. Yeah. I would have been grounded for the rest of my life. We did it to my mom. Sorry, mom. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, I was dating this guy at one point. We had gone to a party at his friend's house, and he had, like, his friends were, like, very wealthy. He, He... he had like a house like this guy lived with his parents they had a house and then they had like a side house and um we I I can't remember like why we got into the conversation about it but anyways long story short my boyfriend ended up driving me to this like area that was like um like a house that was burned down and I was like what happened here and he was like oh that friend whose house we went to he had a party and burned the house down which is why they now have a side house for him to have parties in (laughs) and that's what that just reminded me of but they also like were like oddly like the nicest like rich people ever because like when I first came there for that party I was like your house is beautiful and he was like thank you so much <laughs> no like he was just like so genuinely like that's really kind of you <laughs> uh, I remember I was there actually not for that specific thing but I went to the that the burn down party? No. Oh, no. I was like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I um, the side house. The side house. Yeah, because I was like, this is weird. Like, this looks like a kid, like not a kid's house, but like a teen's house. And it was. And it was. Yeah. <laughs> um. Similarly, like my mom, I don't know. I was kind of like allowed to do things in like less extravagant ways. Like I was, I didn't really get in trouble for having parties because I kept it like to a minimum. You know what I mean? Yeah. There would be like ten of us there and stuff like that. So. I feel like I didn't do anything like crazy, crazy. Maybe that's crazy to some people. 
but I did go to this party one time that Sam actually wasn't at and at this time like we would always go to like parties together so it was weird that she wasn't there it was the most epic party I think I've ever been to this guy's parents had gone out of town for the weekend and I feel like they had never gone out of town before like <laughs> he just really <laughs> fucking went all out yeah it was crazy it was also my birthday weekend I think it was my 16th birthday <clears throat> and I went there with a couple of my friends and my boyfriend at the time and I showed up uh, and we got there like really early. So we were there like before the party started and his house was beautiful. Like they had um, like those speakers in the ceiling that like put music throughout the house. Yeah. And they had like a theater room and um, I don't know, their house was just like so gorgeous. Anyway, the first night we were like all at the party. I ended up sleeping in his parents' bedroom oh. with like my boyfriend. There was like four of us in there. We were all sleeping in there. Um, and then the next morning, we like, like the party died down, whatever. Uh, the next morning, we just all didn't leave. We just all stayed there. So we all like hung out the entire day, watched movies. And then he hosted round two, another party. So we were like sitting at the table playing sociables, which is like a drinking game, it, similar to King's Cup. Um, and then all of a sudden, like the six of us that were playing, like looked up and the house was like packed again. And then we went through that entire like party again. So it was like a full weekend rager. Um, and that guy's like hockey coach called and I answered the phone because I thought he had called to me to answer the phone. And then he was like, don't answer the phone because he was missing practice because he was holding a party. Oh. <laughs> and uh, there's actually a picture of us in the theater room, I'm pretty sure, but I don't have Facebook anymore, so nobody can find it. Ha. But <laughs> um, Rich folk, man. Rich anyway, folk. his parents came home. He was grounded for the rest of the year obviously the cops came too and they like shut like we had the to cops always oh my gosh came, though. oh my gosh i just remembered this because i was like obviously shwasted um <laughs> i like that you've exclusively called it shwasted throughout this <laughs> episode also i'm just, the second day <laughs> the second day i had eaten lipton noodle soup for lunch and then i got so drunk i threw up lipton noodle soup oh. into my purse oh why <laughs> and then my my book what was that called the one with the the lost the boys and they're on the island and they like stick a stake in the lord ground of the flies the, yes my lord of the flies book was in there and it <laughs> when Disgusting. i returned it when i returned it at the end of the year it was my girlfriend's copy so i had to return it to her and it still had a lipton noodle ew <laughs> as a bookmark disgusting anyway sorry that was like a side note disgusting. i just remember the one party we were at and someone threw up a whole shrimp <laughs> oh yeah into the bed. <laughs> yeah yeah and it was like what how are you consuming this everybody thought that that was me everybody kept blaming that on me and i'm like i don't freaking eat shrimp bro i'm like that's not me it was freaking that other chick that my brother was dating oh really? that's who it was yeah anyway sorry so when we were when the cops came they had to hide everybody in the theater room like we hid like a hundred of us in the theater room while the cops were there why because we like didn't want them to like break up the party and the party did go on after the cops came yeah i feel like the cops like rarely actually like broke up the party yeah, they were just like keep it fucking down would you dude that one guy that fucking booted that guy's car i will never we were i'm pretty sure you were there now this is just us retelling like high school. Um, but there was this one party where the cops came and busted it up. But then they were like, just close the doors because like they had all like the sliding doors open. 
and the front door and stuff like that and they were like just close the doors because it's loud as fuck and so um we were like all trying to close the doors and this one guy was so drunk and he was like arguing with the cops and then they started to like like haul him off kind of thing and then everyone was like outside on like the front lawn and they were like just leave him just leave him like he's just drunk like it's fine like just like please like let him go whatever kind of thing and then they ended up letting him go and as the cops were like walking back to their car the guy turned around booted in the window and then just ran (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I was there. I don't remember this at all. It was in Glen Rosa, but we, and then so we, um, we were walking home from this party and uh, to whose house? If it wasn't you. Well, okay, hold on. We need a sidebar. Okay. What party was this? Whose house? <laughs> you don't know. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Who booted in the thing? No idea. What the fuck? Yeah, no idea. Okay, so we didn't need a sidebar because she I has remember no he, I remember he had thick eyebrows. And he was drinking peach schnapps. No, root beer schnapps. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, one thing that somebody said, uh, these are all pretty boring. Like, I feel like our stories are way cooler. Yeah. I forgot that we were even doing this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> this says, Reddit, what is on your anti-bucket list? Things you will never do again. Never do again? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know that I like have one. You don't have an anti-bucket list. That like comes to mind that fast. But what about you? Like I have things that I wouldn't do, but okay. I haven't done them before. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, what would you not do? I don't know that I'm like dying to jump out of a plane. Yeah. Bungee jumping? Fuck that noise. Um, <sighs> what else do I not care to? I mean, there's a lot of things I don't care to do, <laughs> yeah. frankly. What would I not do? Oh, okay. There was, this is like very specific. Okay. So when I was traveling in Central America, I was in Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. Okay. There was this, I don't even know how to explain it. This is what they called it. Like this is what everybody was calling it was the chicken lady. Um, And so this woman would sell chicken out of her like home basically, but everybody ate it. Like the locals ate it. The tourists were eating it, like the backpackers and stuff. I ate it with all my friends. It was totally fine. And then the next night, everybody had been up drinking except for me. So I was the only one who was like not hungover this day. And so everybody else was in bed. Nobody wanted dinner. I was still hungry. So I went to get the chicken lady. I got this chicken and I ended up getting, I was the only one in the whole hostel who got food poisoning. Oh God. So I was, I was literally, that's the sickest I think I've ever been other than strep throat. Cause I've ended up in the hospital a couple times with strep throat. But I was like so ill when I was, I was on the top bunk. I was trying to get down to like make it to the bathroom and I was like seeing spots and like I I had to like collapse onto the floor and I like was having like such a hard time breathing and like my whole body oh, was like God. vibrating. It was the weirdest. I, I suffered through that for a day and then um, one of the guys from the other hostel was like, you need to like go to the doctor, like you need medication. So I went to the pharmacy and got this medication and when I looked up the medication, it was for... Um, uh, like parasites <laughs> oh. and I was like just the thought of like having like salmonella or like whatever it was that was going on in my body I never really found out what it was I was assuming it was salmonella uh, poisoning but it's really hard to say because I actually didn't like go to a doctor because mm. you just normally like go to a pharmacy if you're in those areas um, yeah anyway so I would never eat <laughs> street food not street food like I'm still just the chicken lady. just the chicken lady specifically and I did okay. I did avoid chicken for the entire rest of the trip that should be easy enough to not have to do again yeah but like I was watching also yesterday I was watching um the story about Bethany Hamilton 
Um, she's a pro surfer that survived a shark attack but um they did soul surfer which is like a movie about her story but then also they did a documentary called unstoppable anyway long story short i really want to go freaking back to nicaragua and go surfing <laughs> okay well you can so, go and just not eat the chicken. not eat the chicken lady yeah, yeah. so i think that like avoidable not eat the chicken lady <laughs> <laughs> or the chicken she so. she yeah but that's what's so interesting is like it was fine the night before but then all of a sudden i was there you i were. was wronged Okay, another question. What's a common saying that annoys you? I don't know. I don't know that I have one off the top of my head. What about you? I don't know if this is like a common like saying, but when people say you're fine. You're fine? Yeah. Like if you're like, oh, I have to do this and that. And, and people are like, you're fine. Oh. <laughs> I freaking hate that. It's like, dude, just let me like vent. Let me vent. Let me live. Or when like you get hurt or something like that and people are like, you're fine. Hmm. It's like just no I'm not I'm not fine like if it's in like a joking way and you guys have that rapport but it's like there's definitely like a time and a place for the you're fine you know what I mean I just hate that it's like so widely used Mm. um but I actually did have a friend when I was younger who had a young younger cousin and if you didn't tell her that she was fine when she like fell off the monkey bars or something she would cry like how it friggin yeah Yeah. but as soon as you like made a small deal about it she was like actually fine weird (laughs) so that was interesting yeah 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 uh, yeah, I don't know that I haven't. What did, what did other people say? Um, <laughs> if they told you to jump off of a cliff, would you? And then underneath that, they said it is always a false equivalence. Very true, because jumping off of a cliff is like very different from like going to A and W. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I used to really not like Matt saying that's irrelevant. That's not like a common saying, but like it just bugged you when he said it. Yeah, because we'd irrelevant. Be, we'd be arguing, and he'd be like, "That's irrelevant," and I'd be like. How is it relevant to what we're talking about? (laughs) Uh. Oh, what lie did your parents tell you that you believed until you were older? I have ones that aren't like lies, but things that my family said that were not real. Hmm. I mean, other than like Santa? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that one for a second. But what are yours? Uh, My family calls the remote control the phaser. Oh, yeah. And, like, it took me until I was 13 to realize that that was... Lies! That that was not another name for the remote control. Because, like, up until then, all of my friends just, like, went along with it, I guess. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, hey, can you pass me the phaser? And you're like, the what? Excuse me? But that's, like, that... To me, when I think about phaser, I think remote control, clicker, phaser. Yeah, I think about, like, a light... Like, a a ray of something. Um... I mean, my parents did tell me every single... We have a cabin out in Saskatchewan that, like, our whole, like, family owns kind of thing, like, our extended family. And so we all kind of, like, take turns going to it throughout the year. Um, but we used to live in Saskatchewan. Then we lived in Calgary. Now we live on, like, the west-west coast, so we don't go as often. And when we moved to Kelowna, which is still very west coast for people that don't know Canadian geography... Um, <laughs> we we just didn't go as much and so I remember like every year I'd be like I really want to go to the cabin this summer my parents would be like we went last year and I'd be like oh yeah I guess that's true and then like (laughs) years kept going by and they were like we went last year we went last year and I'm like did we and then it was like it had been like eight years had passed and I was like I don't think we did (laughs) like I'm pretty sure I was like an actual like toddler the last time we were there that's funny that they kept it up for so long I don't know if they were even meaning to or if they just weren't realizing that like it had been a really long time too and I'm like I think you've been saying that we went like recently when we really haven't yeah (laughs) anyways I still haven't been back oh this is interesting 
Okay. I have to think of what my answer is. What simple thing do you completely suck at? <laughs> it's hard because like there's obviously a difference between like suck at and just like have like a very strong distaste for. Sure. What do I actually suck at? Yeah, I have to think about that for a second too. I would say handwriting. Oh fuck, I can't handwrite worth a shit. Yeah, I can do it, but I have to like it doesn't look pretty and I have to think about it. Like it doesn't just like come naturally. My grandma has the most beautiful handwriting I've ever seen in my so entire my life. Mom. Yeah, what the heck? Where did this end? <laughs> yeah, man. I I've like bitched about this before, but like I I needed glasses when I was in third grade and that's when we were like starting to like really learn hand- handwriting and so I couldn't see the board. Still to this day, uppercase G in handwriting? <laughs> Fucking who? Like what? Like I-, I literally couldn't even like, I couldn't make something up for you. Like I would just be like G. <laughs> like, it's like I also think that the uppercase G is like a good one to mention because it's so ugly. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. Same yeah. with F. Uppercase F does not seem like it's uppercase. Stupid. It's just bigger. Um, is that right? I think so. <laughs> Damn, now I'm questioning myself. I'm pretty sure uppercase F is just like a big F. Because same with like A. Oh, God, I just uppercase can't remember. A. But some um, people do uppercase A's like that. Like all swirly quirly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm fucking bad at handwriting too. Yeah. And printing, honestly. But yeah. what else? Am no, really you're bad at? you're not bad at printing. I'm if I'm like in, well, not even in a rush. Like people always said that I had really bad handwriting. There was a in grade 2, no, sorry, grade 3, there was a boy in our class who he was getting tested to see if he needed like ergonomic um like pencil holders and stuff like that. And he was sitting next to me and the <laughs> specialist came in and said, "No, he's fine. Somebody who needs help is somebody like her and pointed at me. And you were like, cool. <laughs> like she was like, his printing is fine. She seems like she needs She's some all help. kinds of fucked up over here. I, was, I will never forget that because I was like, you weren't here for me. <laughs> and like I do, I have such messy printing. And there was actually a girl in my class who, I wonder if that chick's like a doctor now or something. I can't even believe she did this. She made a binder for me to practice my handwriting this is like grade four or five I can't remember but it was like I was young she made me a binder and she would give me special stickers every time I finished like my practice so she like made out specific worksheets for me did it help yeah it really helped that's when I started dotting my eyes with little circles perfect I did not stop until high school I'm pretty sure yeah fuck it take it back up wow what was her name her name was Jamie Jamie something. I doubt that she watches this, but if you're you probably do. so successful by now. <laughs> uh, um, I've since come up with that. What my simple thing that I'm bad okay. at is, aside from handwriting, fucking math. Oh, okay. I'm so bad at math. Like, I just can't even... It's like... It's like actually an embarrassment. Like, people don't understand because I feel like when I'm saying I'm bad at math, they're like, yeah, I didn't like long division either. No, I'm bad at like simple multiplication, simple like addition. Like I just, math does not fucking click in my brain at all. Yeah. It never has. I was really, really good at math um, because my dad really liked math and he would make me study. Like he would buy me pencils with like multiplication written around it so that I had to look at it while I was printing. Yeah. Um, But I feel like it is like doing math in your head is like a a you use it or you lose it sort of Mm. thing. Like I used to be so quick and now like 
I can't I can't challenge your husband he always wins he like honestly <laughs> like that's something that like blows my mind and he doesn't like see it as like a thing but like I could be like what's 586 plus 274 and he'd be like mm, this and like I would have to be like Six, mm-hmm. six carry the seven to one to, like I would need full minutes to like yeah. figure that out like I couldn't just be like oh yeah it's this I have to say it out loud like my dad was the same like he could do it internally in like seconds but I do have to say it aloud now but it's something that I could practice <laughs> this one time we were in an escape room with um Matt and then my old teacher Trey um and they were both trying to figure out this math puzzle at the same time and matt was like okay uh seven and then plus plus this and then there's 20 but just carry that one and then they're like and then she was like maybe we can all think inside our heads because <laughs> <laughs> she was getting so annoyed she was like trying to figure it out and like it was fucking her up oh, oh that's fuck. funny <laughs> yeah anyways math I'm tragically bad at we could practice together no okay (laughs) you know what it hasn't like really impacted my life that poorly thus far yeah and I hate it so much that like I just don't care to learn yeah I would say I'm like phenomenal at counting back change it's actually it's crazy to me because it was hard for me to learn like right when I first started in the industry like restaurant industry but um teaching people how to like count back change is interesting too because it does take like a second for you to like get it I feel I was fine with like counting out change but what would fuck me up is if someone gave me like a $20 bill and I like had already typed it in and then they were like oh sorry and then they just like put down like 36 cents then I'd be like for fuck's sake oh see we didn't even like type it in like we would do it like in our head oh no yeah we yeah we would like you would like type it into the point of sale and then um and then uh it would tell you the change yeah yeah and then but but even then like I could usually like figure it out without that kind of thing but like if they were like then after the fact like handed me some extra coins to mm. be like oh Make this makes bill. it more even then yeah. I'd be like oh fuck yeah yeah I had to that practice that a lot and percentages I had to practice a lot yeah anyway this is probably super not interesting to yeah you guys. <laughs> you're learning a lot about our math skills today <laughs> nobody meet me and ask me a math question okay I'm not that confident same <laughs> Even when people, like, anytime that someone's ever asked for my signature, I'm like, oh. Because, like, with the handwriting thing, I'm just like, this is so bad. So I'm always just like, are you cool if I print this? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. And then I'm like, <laughs> and it's like, the like, this could have been signed by anybody because it's just, like, the most, like, basic printing. Like, I have no flair to it whatsoever. And then they're like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is now a ruined piece of paper. <laughs> so. I I had to practice my signature like over and over and over. So if I get married, like I don't want to start from the beginning. Like I will, but damn, I've been working on that AA for a long time. <laughs> Honestly, mine's just like S scribble. So yeah, that's fair. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you guys, for letting us just kind of chill. You know, sometimes you just need like a little giggle with your best friend. Agreed. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Let's go paint my bedroom. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.